the Eagle Nation Waffle Wrap. Your hosts are Waza and Dan. Welcome to the Waffle Wrap, guys. Uh, Eagles get their first win officially on the board, mate. Well, that was it. And uh, we spoke about players performing last week on paper, but watching the game, it didn't seem to have that much impact, where this was the complete opposite. You watch these games... And they all looked like they were performing. They all looked like they were well-trained. And there was a lot of people that, you know, raised their stocks, so to speak. Yeah, well, the Eagles ended up winning 11 goals, 11, 77 to 6 goals, 14, 50. And um, two players that made the uh, Waffle Team of the Week were Jackson Nelson and Jake Waterman. Waterman, he's a... Another five goals, that's taking his tally to 10. He had 19 disposals and nine marks. Ten, 10 goals in two weeks. And I said at the beginning, you know, some players, even though stats look similar, Waterman's the big one for me. He just looks... His five goals this week was just such a better game than the five goals last week. He's positioning, his attack on the ball. I think he got more of the ball without knowing that stats off the top of my head. But he played with a lot more attention. And 10 goals in two weeks, that's... That's pretty good numbers. It's like he's knocking the door down. Like In a lesser team, he probably would be pushing for AFL selection, but he's at the Eagles and their depth is unbelievable. Yeah, so I hope he just keeps performing because he's not going to break his way into the side at the moment. Um, Oscar Allen didn't probably have a great one on the weekend, but we'll talk about more of that in uh, the final Siren episode on the main uh, show. Uh, it was good to see other players like Brander, 16 disposals, 7 marks and a goal. Matty Allen, they're still keeping him in the midfield. I don't know if that's a spot for him, I don't know. Uh, Hamish Brayshaw, one of our favourites, is his first game back um, from a glute. Yeah, 22 disposals, 8 tackles and 5 inside 50s. I can't wait to see him get on the into the Eagles lineup. Um, Jackson Nelson, as we already said, he got into the team of the week. So it's good to see that some of these players that are on the fringe are pushing up. Well, that's it. And Brayshaw, first game from injuries. So it's not like the gaff incidents where it was a report. So he's been training, comes in fit. Hamish Brayshaw now actually has to work on his fitness by playing these waffle games. Um, a player that impressed me, and I remember watching his uh, interview when he got drafted, and he sort of had that cockiness about him, and he said, he goes, I'll play anywhere. I just want to be the best at what I did. And that was young Harry Edwards. And yeah. in the back line, he was just picking him um, at will. Uh, the marks, he did he play very well. Was he... Um, with Bynes, was he out the X two basketball no, no, players no. we got? No, 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 no. He was in. He was a rookie list, but um, he's from Swan District. Okay, so he's just from footy background. And um, yeah, he, he, it just impressed me the way he, he played the role that our backs in our AFL side are playing. This is why I said this was just a far more impressive game to watch, and it's not because we lost. Even when we're in the game against Perth in round one, we didn't feel like it. No one was impressing. Jackson Nelson, 27 disposals, played real good. Uh, they're playing him, obviously, in the midfield with those numbers. But I can't help but feel he's in no man's land right now. I don't know. He's gone back in the pecking Because order. that's it. Rotham's come in, and he yeah. surprised me. I'll put my hat. I did not expect him to play the A level like he has. Everyone. Yeah. So, and I feel like... Yes, he's playing in the midfield right now, Nelson, but I wouldn't put him in next in line to come in to our midfield in that role. Mm. And it's bad because we've all seen 
uh, Nelson's strength. And we've he's played actually a few games, you know, we've blooded this kid. Um, but the only real player I think could come in is Waterman. And the only way I can see this happening, because I don't think Petrol's getting dropped, and I don't think Oscar Allen's getting dropped, and I don't think this will happen because we've always loved the two-setup Ruckman style. But if Vardy's form doesn't pick up, say Vardy dropped, because Oscar Allen, people are always young, he's young, don't have him in the ruck contest at centre clearances after a goal, but up forward, forward half. Yep. He trained pre-season in the ruck, and he's people don't realise this, pay attention, he's actually playing in the ruck when it's forward. He's taken his, and he's doing quite yeah. well, because he's not even a 200-centimetre player. And Waterman did play 14 games last year, so yeah, he's not 10, a stranger to it. 10 goals, you know what I mean? Yep. So if we go the one Ruckman and just have the pinch hitters, maybe Waterman can ease into the side that way because, yeah, I don't think there's a forward spot no, for not. him. It's got to be that Ruckman's got to go you out get... to make a forward spot for him. And Rioli's going to come in before Waterman if you... We're in trouble, mate. Like, so this we're is... In, it's, we're good depth. it's almost unfair. <laughs> we got Rioli, we got Jed, and we got Nick Nat. Like, those three come in, yeah. someone's got to go. Um, two guys that probably uh, want to be in the uh, AFL side, and that's Josh Smith. He had 20 disposals, 6 inside 50. He didn't mm-hmm. think he had that... The stats might say otherwise. I didn't think he had that much of an impact. And uh, Young Venables didn't do much at all as well. He only had about 10 possessions, so they need to really work on the game if they're going to push up. Venables really, really worries me. I said it like Jackson's in no man's land and worries me a bit that way. Venables, but Venables pro- is just such a talent. Like he's, he's, a- he's probably been the victim of playing one position in the Waffle and another at the Eagles side, so maybe... He's a midfielder. Can... He needs to play yeah. midfield. And that's what I'm saying. Get him in that midfield. Wait for him to get form. There's nothing wrong with playing in the Waffle. Um, but we've got here, and I know you wanted to touch on him, a player not on the Eagles list going in the Waffle is the Fisher from Kingsley. Oh, he, he was... Uh, like, he's amazed me in the last two weeks. How has this kid not been given a rookie spot on someone's list? And Wayne was a big uh, big person on this, um, saying that this guy is a good footballer because he's known him from Kingsley because he's uh, from yeah. that area and all that. And, yeah, he impressed me unbelievable. It was like... Um, if if you had like a preseason draft right now, wouldn't be surprised if somebody tries and poaches him because he just looked at home. Is, yeah, it's amazing because uh, I wish Wayne was here because he's uh, a bit more knowledgeable in the waffle than I am. But I don't think he had any waffle. To, he's literally local Kingsley club. That's where he's been pinched from, and that's amazing. He's slotted in, and he's just so hard at the football. He's just great, and I think. I'm not exactly sure where he plays because you watch him, he's almost versatile. He'll be forward, he'll be full back. So he's got a tanky runs and just hard at the ball. Great player. Well, let's talk a little bit about Peel. They're sort of a bit like uh, their uh, AFL affiliated side, Freeman, although they led the clearances 41 to 36 in possession, contested possessions 168 to 153, but they struggled to hit targets. It's like the skill level is uh, filtering from the top down through to the bottom. Um, had Sean Darcy in the ruck, so he'll probably be back in purple and white next week. And they had two other guys, Lord Meek and Scott Jones. They were going up against Keegan Brooksby. Brooksby was doing all right until he did his knee. He didn't come back on, and he has been cleared, so he should be back this week. Um, I don't know what's going on with um, the Peel because they had Cox... He plays forward for Fremantle and he's playing down the back line. I just didn't understand that. Well, they're talking about playing Hogan if Hamlin doesn't come up from the concussion as a backman. I have no idea what is happening. It is not a great sign when you lose your AFL game and the pre-game is your waffle game with your affiliate sides and you've lost that as well. 
Yeah. So if you're supposed to be a rebuilding club, you should be winning the waffle side game and then maybe losing the AFL game. But to lose both, and yeah, they were sluggish games because touched off camera was very humid and muggy day. So they weren't the best games to actually watch. But to lose both, not a great sign. It shows that our best 22 is better. And it shows our depth is better. Oh, our depth's way better. Um, Tom North was probably the pick of the Fremantle list of players that are in the Peel side. He had 28 disposals and seven tackles. And Rich Crowder, and he had 26 and eight tackles. Um, those guys will probably get a look in if there's more injuries at Fremantle. And I did, I remember when we had the draft series going on last year, we are looking at Luke Valente, uh, the South Australian boy. Um, oh, yep. He looked pretty impressive to me. He looked pretty good. He knew what he was doing. He had 19 possessions, six tackles. So he wasn't too bad, and he was picked at number 32. So I think he was a captain of his under-18s South Australian team, was yep. he? Yeah, yep. so he's definitely got the talent. So, um, yeah, he, he, he looked pretty good. Um, we took Cameron, I think. In, no, who did we take? Uh, after me and you had a dispute about this, and you were actually right, I'm ashamed to say. Uh, we picked Foley. Foley, that's it. And I thought, no, we got Foley a couple picks after Valentine. No, Team, and no. you were correct. We picked Foley and then pretty much straight off they, they picked Valenti. Valenti. And uh, Foley did all right. It was only his second game, so he was doing all right. And he's got a big body, so he'll come back in. Um, as we knew, Josh Rotham was left out of the team because he ended up taking uh, Lewis Jetta's spot. And Braden Aidens were feeding to play because he was the emergency. So. Uh, Watson as well. And Watson's on family leave, so oh, he's on he? personal oh, okay. leave. So I thought he may have debuted, but Rotham got Because I was looking okay. on Instagram and he was back up north and I'm going, what's going on here? But it's uh, family, family leave. leave. So hopefully he's back pretty soon and hopefully there's not too much uh, play there. Hopefully it's all right. We'll do the injury report here in the Waffle. Just quickly, uh, right. all the best from Eagle Nation then, Watson. I hope everything's good. Yeah, get on there, Frankie. And if you want to get on the show, mate, uh, where you're available, come on. Um, <laughs> the injury report, well, Kurt Miedemar, I saw there in the third quarter. I didn't see him come back on, but he looked like he did his hammy in the middle of the in the middle of the ground. Uh, hopefully he's all right. Uh, uh, Brooksby's been cleared to come back. He's available for selection. If they select him, it's going to be a different thing. Um, so basically on our main list we've got Nat Nui and Rioli so it's best to uh, touch wood they've lied to us <laughs> they, there is no way to disguise this other than we've been flat out lied to Rioli. it was four to five weeks three weeks ago yeah, and, it just, was, and now it's like, saying they're five weeks away. Yeah, but we've been lied to. They, he, I think it's. I think he broke his foot. That X-ray they said, oh, it wasn't clear. Then another one, something's gone on. I remember uh, when it first happened. Uh, a friend was down at the ground. He heard him talking. They said it was at least four weeks. Yeah, and he didn't want to say why. And as I said, it's cool because it's a source. And then next thing you know, it's six weeks. Parker was talking with him at training, and he said probably two weeks. But the last time Willie said that was when I was walking off the ground at East Perth. I go, how's it going, man? He goes, yeah, I'm only a week away and it ended up being another six. Well, that's the thing. So I'd, heard, I'd heard rumblings and rumours. <laughs> He's back at full train. I heard rumblings that it was two weeks. Mm. And then the medical, the medical report came out a day later and had him at five again. So I was like, well, I've obviously missed the mark there. I need to get better sources, obviously, because <laughs> I'm way off. But yeah. Nick Natanui, indefinitely. They're not giving us a time. That's where things are getting exciting. That is getting close for his waffle debut, I think. Very close. Yeah, and um, just a few more injuries, and these are the top-up players. So you heard it first in uh, Eagle Nation because you probably won't see it anywhere else. North Beach's Sam Lamont. He's out for seven, seven weeks with uh, a rolled ankle. It's unfortunate for him. 
and he always and he also joins up with Nicholas Reed, who's from uh, Scarborough from uh, memory, um, and he's got a finger tendon, so he's going to miss at least eight weeks. So, unfortunately for those top up guys, they can't play anywhere. But um, hopefully, they've got the best uh, medicos now with uh, the Eagles. So. Well, we touched on uh, Fisher getting that exposure and maybe he'll get picked up mid-season draft. That's where this WA, uh, sorry, WA, West Coast waffle team helps. With these top-up players, hopefully they recover, get on the park. It attracts the scouts, you know, gets them in people's eyes, you know, and it could lead to big things for these players. So let's hope, you know, they recover well and get their chance. Oh, well, that's the end of the waffle wrap. Hopefully you enjoyed the little show. Uh, We'll come back next week with another... uh... You know, intensive. What's it, the word? I liked intensive. Intensive. I, uh, I like that. Right. Yeah. Let's keep, let's keep it with that one, mate. <laughs> and uh, we'll bring you all the info that comes to hand, and it'll probably be a standalone show from now on because it's going to get bigger and bigger and longer. Uh, thanks for joining, guys, and uh, make sure you listen to the Good Friday episode. Hooker craft leads the charge. Now Nelson beautifully read by Shepard. 